Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? One thing I want us to remember is this. God is in complete control. God allows things in his permissive will to happen because they have to. They must come to pass because of the sinful nature that we're in, because of our fallen state, because of the world and the sin that's in it. God has a plan, and it's all coming to fruition. And it's going to go exactly how he planned. He's in control. Satan's not in control. Demons are not in control, and King Nebuchadnezzar is not in control. And God will raise up and take down any leader, any king, any politician, any person in any role of leadership. And I want us to understand this today. I'll get a little political. Do you understand that we get the leaders we deserve? As we study the book of Daniel, we're going to see that's exactly what's happening in our nation. But... Here's the thing. The more you seek honest, godly wisdom in your life, this is what this passage is saying, the more he will grant it. Did you notice? He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. God says, if you will seek after me, I'll reward you. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Proverbs 25.2 tells us, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search out a matter. We're royalty. We need to search out his word. We need to search out in prayer. We need to seek him in his wisdom, in his counsel, in his might, not our own. And Daniel continues in verse 23, I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and might. It's all you. That's what Daniel's saying. It's not me, God. It's you. And have now made known to me what we asked of you. You answered our prayers, Lord, for you have made known to us the king's demand. And so Daniel thanks the Lord, gives him all the glory. He continues on. He's going to be a witness to Nebuchadnezzar. Look at verse 24 and 25. Therefore Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said thus to him, Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Take me before the king, and I will tell tell the king the interpretation. Verse 25. Then Arioch quickly brought Daniel before the king and said thus, look at this, to him, I have found a man of the captives of Judah who will make known to the king the interpretation. Don't be like this guy. You know, Arioch, what's he doing? He's trying to take credit for this. He knows his king is a hard, wicked man. And he's like, look, look what I found. And here's the thing. He has a short memory because Daniel went before the king and said this. I'm going to go away for a little while and find the, the dream and the interpretation. And Arioch's like, yeah, I found this guy. King, reward me. <laughs> but we see the skepticism of Nebuchadnezzar in verse 26. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and its interpretation? Remember this. This is a 17 or 18-year-old young Hebrew, a slave in exile. 
standing before the king of Babylon, the king of the world at that time. Look at the favor of God on this man's life. The king had already sliced up the first group of wise men who were much older and wiser than Daniel in the world's eyes. But this young Hebrew is claiming he can do what no one else could do. Remember, they said no man on earth could do this. And that's right, because we understand no man on earth could do it. And we know that this revelation is not this 17-year-old, 18-year-old Hebrew man. And Daniel tells us that, that it's, it's God alone. Daniel does not dare take credit. Verse 27, Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king has demanded, the wise men, the astrologers, and the magicians, and the soothsayers cannot declare to the king. I love how he starts. Do you understand what he's saying here? He starts with, King, all that you trust in, it failed. Everything you trust in, all those things you worship, the way of worship, the thinking, all of these things, it failed. What you trust in king cannot be trusted, but what I trust in king is all that can be trusted. <laughs> That's what Daniel just said to the king of the world, the king of Babylon. Your beliefs stink, Nebuchadnezzar, but I have a God. <laughs> Look at this, verse 28. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he has made known to the to King Nebuchadnezzar, what will be in the latter days. Again, that's the key for next week. Your dream and the vision, the visions of your head upon your bed were these. Again, how amazing. God uses this pagan king, this hot-tempered, prideful king, to deliver us the Rosetta Stone of prophecy, to explain the empires that would come until the final culmination, the Antichrist kingdom that would be destroyed by Jesus. And we'll see that next week. And I just love this, though, again, Daniel doesn't take credit. And you and I must always remember that. Give glory, give credit to God. But notice Daniel's continued response in these last two verses. As for you, O king, thoughts came to your mind while on your bed about what would come to pass after this. And he who reveals secrets has made known to you what will be. But as for me, this secret has not been revealed to me because I have more wisdom than anyone living. But for our sakes who make known the interpretation to the king, and that you may know the thoughts of your heart. Again, look at how humble Daniel is. Wouldn't it be so easy to go, yes, after much prayer and fasting, I, uh, you know, I sought the Lord and uh, you know, he revealed to me because I'm special. <laughs> and that's, what, that's our propensity. You know, when God answers a prayer, we, we've all done this. And I get it because our heart is we just want to be a part of what God's doing. But oftentimes if somebody's going through a sickness or some an issue, an issue or something and we pray for them and they tell us God answered the prayer, what's the first thing? Well, yeah, I've been praying for you. <laughs> it's almost like we want to take some credit. When really we ought to say praise God. God healed you. Praise God. Praise God. Because it's God and it's God alone. Daniel gives all of that credit to God. For his mercy, for not only, do you realize he's saying, God did this to save my life and my friends' lives and to relieve you of the stress of your dream. But I want us here today to remember something else. God gave Daniel this interpretation for me and you too. Through the corridor of time, God knew that the last generation on the earth, that the last generation would need to know certain things. And I believe wholeheartedly that we are living in those days, that we are the last generation before the return of the king. And we're supposed to believe that, by the way. We're supposed to believe that he can come in any moment because he can. And our king is coming. And I love the fact that, yeah, amen. 
But I love the fact that he gives Daniel this interpretation from his mercy. But I also want us to look at the stark contrast as we close here between a powerful, quick-tempered, prideful pagan king who had the power to kill whoever he wanted. He could do whatever he wanted. He was quick to murder, makes angry, rash decisions, and no doubt he had a reputation of being such. But then compare him to this young Hebrew captive, this slave. Daniel is a slave in exile. He has no power. Think of his humble heart. He looks out for others. He seeks God. He gives God the glory. He prays earnestly. He's a faithful witness. He witnesses to Nebuchadnezzar. And we know Nebuchadnezzar is going to become a believer because of Daniel's faithful witness through the power of God. And yet he has no power or place to save his own life. And when you look at this contrast, what a picture of the world and what a picture of the Christian life. This is God's economy. God will raise up the humble. He will raise up those he chooses. God will bless those who seek after him and are willing to give him the glory. But he'll use whoever he chooses. But it's a beautiful picture. Now next week, I want to let you know, we're going to dive in to the interpretation of this dream. And it is powerful. And we're going to see that Daniel predicts Through the power of God, we know the book of Daniel predicts the coming world empires, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome, and a revived Roman Empire. We're going to see this next week, and I think it's very crucial for our day in which we live because the only kingdom left on the list is that revived Roman Empire, those ten kings that will be raised up. And no, everything looks like it's forming right now in front of our eyes if you look around the world and I won't go into that today for time's sake but look around and then next week I want to challenge you because we're going to look at some fascinating passages we're going to look at a verse in particular that is so controversial and so strange that it makes a lot of people just scratch their head and put down their Bible and I'm going to tell you there's a verse that we will look at next week that is strange and it reminds me of the days of Noah in Genesis 6 that in the Antichrist kingdom, there may be some form of manipulation with genetics and otherwise. And we'll talk about that next week. But I want to finish with this. In the days we live, things, according to the scripture, are only going to progress. God's not going to stop things. Remember, it's like birth pangs in the last days. Birth pangs get harder and closer together. And I believe we are living in those days. I truly believe it. And so I want to challenge you. Get your heart and your mind right and set before the Lord like Daniel. Convince yourself now to stand no matter what comes your way. Seek the Holy Spirit like never before. Seek the power of God like never before. Give him the glory and credit for everything. But seek him like never before. Dive into his word. He'll reveal his secrets to you. Seek him like never before. And if you're not a believer, what are you waiting for? You do not want to be left behind in the mess that follows the departure, the rapture of the glorious bride of Christ, the church. And I'm telling you right now, if you have not surrendered to the king, if you have not received him as Lord and Savior, you need to do it. And as we get ready to prepare our hearts for communion, let that stew within you. Father God, This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website.
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.